What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Lee, and thank you for joining us for another episode today. Um, Today's guest is Dahlia. Dahlia is a friend of mine, and she's based out of Canada over on the other side of the border. Um, She is a teacher. She's a longtime dancer, fitness enthusiast, you name it. Um, Above all else, though, she's just an awesome, genuine happy person and you can definitely tell that through her content you know she's always putting out positive vibes and you know she really makes health and fitness fun and really helps others uh, embrace it as a lifestyle rather than a chore and uh, we get into all that in the podcast so hope you guys enjoy this conversation that i had with dahlia and let's roll intro music Weights podcast. Uh, I've got another super awesome guest on today. I got Dahlia. Um, what's up, Dahlia? How's it going? It's going well, honestly. It's another beautiful day to be alive, and uh, I'm I'm super happy to be here. It's this is our first time actually talking and meeting, so I think that's pretty awesome. That's true. We've, been, we've been following each other's journey since the since when COVID first started, so it's it's nice to finally speak and uh, to meet you. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, we always uh, kind of engage and interact. But yeah, first time we've actually talked in person, which I think is really cool. It kind of gives like a new dimension, I think. So that's really awesome. But um, so where are you based at? I know you're in Canada, right? You're in Canada, but where specifically? Uh, the lovely Niagara Falls. Um, it's, uh, I don't know how many people are living here currently. I'm going to say at this point about 100,000 before it was 84,000. So it's not too big of a city, but it's honestly beautiful. If you can ever um, make your way down here, it's really nice. Have you been here before? Uh, I have, I think I've been to Niagara Falls when I was really young, because I used to live on the East Coast, um, like in New York. So I think one trip we made was up to there, but I honestly don't really really remember it. So I will definitely have to go back. Um, I'm, so, I'm impressed you know the population number. I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> well, just, that's, to give, just to give like an idea of how big it is, you know, it's not huge like Toronto, yeah. obviously, right? But it's also not really, really small either. Like there's obviously more tighter knit communities within the Niagara region, but Niagara Falls specifically is um, fairly small, if you will, if you compare it to bigger, bigger cities. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, you know, you guys have been, I know Canada's kind of been, up and down on the whole lockdown situation. Are you guys still in lockdown? Like our gym's not open still and our restaurant's still kind of closed. How's it, how is it over there? Everything is just closed. We're in full lockdown again. I think this is round three now. Um, so we're in lockdown until May 20th. It's just been an ongoing cycle. Um, I know that a lot of people are really bothered by it, but truthfully, not that I'm not bothered by it, but I'm just doing what I have to do every day and I'm not thinking about it so much, you know, like that's, I, you know, I, uh, I'm a teacher, so I teach in the day it's virtual teaching. So it's a little bit different, but I, I do my work as I usually would. I'm doing outdoor workouts I'm doing indoor workouts. I mean, yeah, we don't have the gyms, but just making the best out of it honestly it's all you can do so yeah, yeah well i think that's kind of no go ahead go ahead 
Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, it kind of it kind of sucks, but um, I I mean I can sit here and compare it to other situations and other countries and other cities and whatever else. But I'm here. There's nothing I can do about it other than just work on the way that I think about it, and and that's that's ultimately it. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to kind of touch on that in a bit because I know that's kind of like one of the main things that um, why I enjoy like your content and your just your attitude is always very just like, I wouldn't say naively optimistic. I feel like you're a very real person, that you're very realistic, but you just always try to find like the best of each moment or, you know, the best part. And I think that's a very, um, you know, great quality to have. So we'll, we'll touch on that in a second, though. Um, before we get there, I want to kind of uh, touch on maybe like let the people know, like you said, you're a teacher, um, you're doing it virtually. Like what, you know, what do you teach? You know, are you like, um, sorry, like what grade, what level, like how's that, how's that going? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm teaching grade seven French immersion. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, I'm teaching essentially, a lot of people aren't really sure how to differentiate French immersion from francophone from core French and I'm not sure if it's the same where you live um, if I mean French is different everywhere but uh, typically French immersion is when you teach 50 to 75 percent of the day in French so as of right now I'm teaching science in French I'm teaching art in French I'm teaching French obviously um, and then math and English are in English obviously <laughs> and uh and then phys ed is in French. So really it's just dividing the day and, you know, 50% of the day is taught in French and then the other 50 or 25% is taught in English. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I did not even know that was a thing. Like, uh, I mean, French is not very, I don't feel like it's very common here in the Seattle area. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of French-speaking people, but not like I'm sure like in Canada, right, on where you're at. It's definitely not like to that level. Um, but so how do you, how do you balance that? Cause I'm sure that takes a lot of time and energy, you know, especially teaching virtually. I'm sure you've got to kind of think of creative ways to keep the students engaged. And I'm sure there's a lot more maybe different areas that you have to focus on when, instead of like, if it was in person. So, you know, how do you balance that new aspect and that new challenge along with all your fitness stuff and things you'd like to, you know, post on Instagram and, and engage with, you know, how do you find the time and balance all that? You know, if uh, <laughs> I wish I could tell you, Kevin, but I'm still trying to figure it out myself. So I, I just recently got hired to teach um, amidst this whole uh, COVID. So um, I just finished my program of teachers college. And then as soon as I finished, I landed a full time teaching job, which I'm super, super grateful for. And um, as you obviously know, yes, I'm very heavily into fitness. So it's interesting because the first question that I actually asked my associate teacher, which is the teacher that you work alongside when you when you're in teachers college, I asked her at the very beginning, um, this was last year when I first started my uh, teacher education program, I said, hey, listen, how do you balance teaching with your everyday lifestyle? And with me, my everyday lifestyle is, is fitness. So that's, that's been a question that I've had since the very beginning of this journey of my, of my career. And it's still something that I'm, I'm working on that I'm still trying to figure out, right? Because I don't know if you're like this, but at some points 
maybe even with certain types of training or certain types of food that you might be eating. You're on some sort, you're on like a bender. You just, for some reason, love to have oatmeal every single day for a week. And then all of a sudden you decide to have, don't worry, there's a point to my story. <laughs> then you decide to have um, eggs every day of the week. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But for me, sometimes I'm like that where I'm like, yes, this week I am really obsessed with, um, with doing, with eating avocado toast. And then another week I'm obsessed with eating something else. So where I'm going with this is that essentially, um, I myself am trying to figure out, um, how to balance the two because sometimes, um, I get really caught up in teaching extremely, extremely caught up and really consumed with it. And then fitness kind of gets pushed to the side a little bit because that becomes one of my priorities, um, or vice versa. If it's a week that's a little bit lighter with teaching, then I can focus on fitness. So I'm still trying to find that, that balance, but, um, at the end of the day, no matter what it is, even if it's not an amazing workout, I make time mm -hmm. for it because it's a priority. That's really what it boils down to. If something's a priority. Yeah, because you just have that uh, baseline. No matter what the situation, um, you just have that foundational piece. And I think that's one part that your content and like your personality really portrays so well, which I think why it's so engaging is, you know, you're not having like this cookie cutter, like, perfect workout in the gym every single day um, like some days I see you're just doing random stuff in your garage or some random stuff in the house or just doing handstands only for that day or something and um, you know why do you think that is such like works for you so well like you know because some people get frustrated like oh I couldn't make it to the gym today so my whole workout is 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 ruined for the day you know like how, how have you been able to kind of crack the code on just being able to enjoy moving yeah. Well, really, I mean, I think that a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves when it comes to fitness, especially with social media. You look at, you know, accounts and you compare, you play the comparison game. Oh, I want to look like that. And then you watch their feed and you see that they're doing these crazy epic workouts. So you think in your mind that you have to be doing those crazy epic workouts to achieve that goal. So really you have to kind of be mindful of where you're getting your information from and also be aware that Instagram is a highlight reel, right? So that's why I try to show that side where I'm doing handstands, where I'm eating a piece of pie with a pile of whipped cream because that's just the way it is sometimes, you know, or um, decide to have a random dance party. So I don't put pressure on myself. I do what makes me happy. Dancing makes me happy. Doing handstand makes me happy. Um, jumping high makes me happy um you know just i don't put pressure on fitness and i think that's really what it boils down to is having fun with it and doing what makes sense to you and not comparing yourself to people yeah but i mean have you always been like that though you know how was it whenever you started taking fitness more seriously and really starting to enjoy it was it that the starting point or were you kind of more in the traditional route and then kind of found your 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 niche and and your style yeah so I would have to say so I I was a dancer for 18 20 years for a big portion of my life I was a dancer so that was like the bulk of my my um of my fitness right mm -hmm. so after that I kind of transitioned into health and fitness 
And uh, we did some condi- conditioning and dance, like, uh, you know, chin-ups, pull-ups, not pull-ups, sorry, um, or chin-ups. What am I saying? Um, <laughs> what are those? Crunches. There we go. Crunches. <laughs> we were doing pull-ups and dance. <laughs> yeah, we were doing crunches and we were doing planks. So just like those body you know, calisthenic movements I was yeah, kind like of familiar with. Stuff. Um, so that kind of transitioned a little bit into the fitness, but I think just moving my body became like an addiction, you know, that was something Mm -hmm. that really pushed me into the fitness. But to, to really answer your question, um, you know what I, I, when I first started working out, I worked out with people, right? Because I think a, a big part of it is confidence. So I didn't really have that confidence to be using uh, free weights or cables because I didn't know what I had to do with those things. I just saw people working out on them and then I didn't really have the courage to just try it. You know, I really didn't. I was scared of what people thought. Um, I didn't have that knowledge, so I didn't really know what to do. So, um, but I knew that I wanted to do it. I knew that it was something that I wanted to learn. So I started working out with people. I started working out with some of my girlfriends. I started working out with some of my guy friends and I learned from both of them. I watched YouTube videos um, and I, you know, I started to learn how to do those movements properly. And then I started seeing the results. And then, you know, from that point on, um, I just started to build more confidence and, and learn different things. So no, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have that all figured out from the beginning, but it definitely takes time. And eventually I was able to find my, my rhythm. Literally. Yeah. Well, I feel like being a dancer, you don't have uh, any trouble probably finding your rhythm. <laughs> but, um, I remember, I mean, this is just a random question, but how taxing is it physically to tap dance? Because I know, I remember you're, you're like a tap dancer. And I was like, I was watching that. And I was like, that's got to be a pretty good workout <laughs> doing that for like, I don't know how long you would normally do a tap dancing session for. But I was like, that's got to be a great workout. Like, just be sweating after that. Yeah, I mean, like, it is a really great workout. Like, how long have yeah, you been doing that? Studio, like, that seems like such a such a technical skill. Like, it just it kind of blows my mind whenever I see people kind of, like, doing that. It just seems so difficult. <laughs> um, You know what? I, I did that since – that was, like, the first – style of dance that I actually did so that one I've I've been doing for 19 years oh wow I love it though I love how tap is like another instrument you know like you listen to a song and you're like I just I love it I don't know just it's really cool I think that's partially why I like drums too like if I'm driving I tap my hand on the steering wheel or I don't know it's just something that's always been in me um, which is which is cool because even musicians can relate to tap dancers, right? Because it's an instrument. So yeah, yeah, it's it is a great workout. It's great for the calves. Great. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> well, yeah, a random question. So if hey, if you ever want to post more tap dancing content, I'm all for it. Just a heads up, just letting you know. Love <laughs> well, um, you know, going into that, I think like I said before, when your kind of intro was your like how you're viewing the whole pandemic situation in Canada and your, in your area, I think uh, that's a great way to approach it, but not everyone is doing that. And I don't know, one, especially in your content, like one thing I always see is you're just enjoying what you're doing, whether that's fitness, whether that comes to your nutrition, 
or that's like, you know, you're just sometimes you just go on a walk and you just have a really positive thought and just like kind of put it out there. You know, like how much of that is, you know, some people might think of that and be like, there's no way she can, that's like real. Like she's just so positive and happy all the time. Like that's not real. You know, like how real is that to you? Like that energy, like that kind of personality and how much of that is you? Uh, 110% me. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Like, okay. I'm not going to lie. There's days where I'm feeling down or I'm feeling hard on myself. Yesterday was one of those days where I kind of just felt, you know, like I felt bleh, you know, and there are some days where I don't want to go on my page and be a Debbie Downer because that's not really what I want my page to be about. I don't want to be going on there and saying, oh, today's a horrible day. This is what happened. But you know what? There are some times where I have gone on my story and said, you know what? This this is what happened to me today and it kind of sucked. But you know what? Life moves on and you just got to learn from that and, and move forward, you know? But yeah, I try to be as raw and authentic as as. I can be on my stories. I, I don't think sometimes I actually don't think before I post and then I'll post it. And then I'm like, are people going to think that I'm really weird? And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? They probably will, but it's okay because that's how I am. And if nobody likes that, or if somebody isn't a fan of my authentic personality, then I'll catch you on the other side. You know, it's okay. Cause I'm not going to attract everyone. Not everyone's going to like my energy and I'm okay with that because that's, that's who I am and that's how I am. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that though. I know that that's awesome. Cause I know a lot of people tailor make their content for what people like want to see and not necessarily sometimes who they actually are hundred yeah. percent. It's just more like, uh, like, if I put this out, like you said, they might think I'm weird. So I'll put it down and I'll post this because this is what people like. That's what gets the most attention. Um, and I just think that's why, you know, like your content is always so engaging because it is like real and raw. And you can really like tell tell that. So if you guys are, you know, always, if you guys are trying to, you know, find a cool, real personality on social media, go and follow uh, Dahlia. But, you know, one thing that really stands out to me too is, um, your approach to food is so healthy, I think. You know, I was kind of on, like, like in my experience, like, um, I was on the other end. It was more like I had to work out to burn off what I ate, and I felt guilty for certain foods that I would crave and eat. It's like, oh, next day I got to just starve myself and, like, just drink lots of water and hit a workout and just, you know, and I feel like that's not a healthy place. But whenever, I, you know, I see, like, you've kind of developed this, way of nutrition and diet that's just more fluid i want to i kind of intuitive i guess but also just not you know listening to your body also you know how have you been able to find that balance because that's so tough for people who are trying to get fit who are trying to live a healthy lifestyle it's like they can't get over that food guilt and shame and all that stuff yeah yeah i think a lot of it again stems from that pressure too. People put a lot of pressure on themselves and then again playing that comparison game where you, you want to look like this and people set really, really high standards for themselves, which I think is amazing. It's good to set those standards for yourself, but you also have to be realistic with your goals. You can't say, oh man, you know, today, or sorry, by the end of the week, I want to lose 10 pounds and uh, I'm going to cut out every single carb. I'm not going to eat after this time. I'm not going to you know, drink my calories, I'm not going to do this. And you're putting all this pressure in your head and your mind, and it actually creates stress. And 
say you don't achieve that goal, well, then you're going to be upset, you know, and maybe you might continue trying to achieve that goal. But then eventually, once you do, then what happens? Well, you've restricted yourself from the foods that you love and you've deprived yourself and now you're going to binge eat and then you're going to fall in that cycle um why and how do i know that well i'm speaking from experience (laughs) you know i when i first started my my fitness journey i thought that i had to be eating clean all the time i thought that i had to be eating broccoli and chicken every single day and thought that that was realistic Mind you, I made the broccoli and chicken taste delicious because what's food unless you add a little spice, a little little tang, you know? (laughs) But but regardless, you have to be you have to be realistic with yourself. You have to set realistic goals for yourself, you know? So I've just I've approached that 80-20 mindset and I don't label myself and I don't label dieting. I don't I hate labels. I Pretend this is a label, just, just, <laughs> just throw, throw it out. out. Throw, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it and leave it over there. Because honestly, labels are what destroy you mentally, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that you just have to do what works for you and understand that fitness is a lifestyle. There's no expiration date. It's a lifestyle, you know? I think that doing something for yourself physically and mentally every single day and trying your best to eat good, wholesome foods every day, maybe treating yourself with a cupcake or like 10 chocolate-covered almonds that I just ate that are absolutely delicious, then do what makes you happy, you know? And once you see that you're actually making a better effort to become a better you every single day, that's when, you know, those diets and, and restrictions that you put on yourself don't matter anymore, in my opinion. Well, I think where a lot of people get confused is because like they'll hear that. They might think like you're saying, you know, do what makes you happy. Don't restrict yourself. Do what makes you happy. And then they kind of get lost in like, like, you know, how would you how would you direct someone who hears that? And is like, great, that sounds good to me. I want to be have a more healthy relationship with my food. But then where where do you find that balance of like eating what makes you happy? But you still kind of need to make sure you're eating whole foods and being, being balanced. You can't just always eat what makes you happy all the time. Yeah. You know, and some people kind of struggle with that balance. You know, yeah, what kind of, of direction would you give them? It's, it's, it's one thing and it's one thing only. And that thing is self-discipline, you know, mm-hmm. like if you do want to lose a little bit of weight or whatever, and you want to have flexible dieting, but you're saying, Oh, I'm going to eat this because it makes me happy. Yeah, you can do that. You can eat that because it makes you happy. But are you also trying to make a conscious effort to eat better too? You know, like you gotta, you can't just adopt that mentality and assume that you're not going, assume that you're going to achieve your goals, right? You do need to have some self-discipline. Otherwise you're not going to get there. Right. But let's just say, let's just say someone wants to lose weight and their diet isn't very good and they don't work out but they're making an effort to start working out every day, even if that means going for a walk, then I think that's a step in the right direction, literally, because you are doing something to get to that goal. doesn't mean that you have to go completely cold turkey on the diet that you once had and you're going to transition overnight because that doesn't happen. But you have to make those small changes every single day to, to achieve those goals. 
and self-discipline plays a huge, huge role in that. Yeah, I totally agree. Like small steps compound over time. And I think then like people think they want to develop a healthy habit right off the bat. But really what happens, like like you kind of talked about there is like you make one small change and then that everyday walk becomes an everyday jog and, and it just kind of keeps going up from there. But people just kind of want to go like just straight into it um, all the time. Yeah. But, you know, one, I kind of want to go back on what you said um, right there about labels because like you were – I think I like 100% agree with you. Like when you said like take labels, just throw it out the window. Like I don't even want to hear about labels. Like you feel pretty strongly about that. I feel like you kind of have a certain uh, like experience maybe or, or, or opinion on that, you know, because I totally agree with you. A lot of people, I don't know if it's social media. I'm not sure if it's like just the way people think these days, but it definitely do feel like people box themselves in uh, without knowing it. And it kind of like uh, impedes on their progress, you know, so why, why do you feel so strongly about that? I don't know. I just think that, again, it just has to do with the pressure thing. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's really what it is. You're putting pressure on yourself. I I don't know. Like, I just, I mean, people, there's everyone, fitness and health is not a one size fits all kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people kind of fail to understand is that someone will be like, yes, I'm a vegetarian and this is what worked for me. And that's how I lost 10 pounds. And this is how you can do it, too. And then somebody else that maybe has no knowledge about health and fitness is going to assume that that's what they have to do to get to that point to where they're at. So I just, I don't, I I just don't believe in labels because there's just, it kind of just gets um, a little bit lost in translation sometimes. And it's just a really strong, unnecessary thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian or being on a keto diet or being on a, no, 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 sorry. Being on a keto lifestyle, not a keto diet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or, you know, being a vegan or whatever it may be. But I just, I, for, for people that are very, that's, that are very strong about that. I just, I mean, to each their own, but I just, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. I just, I mean, I I think part of it, might be like you said the pressure and they just i think a lot of the times it 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 doesn't it kind of encloses their mind to a lot of what's possible because they'll just think this is not what was laid out in the plan this is not what was laid out by the person i'm following on youtube or instagram so if i go out of this then i'm doing something wrong or i'm doing something bad when really it's not that big of a deal (laughs) but um, people just like tr- wanna, they don't want to. They want a lot of people want to just be told what to do nowadays. And I think, you know, part of the reason why health and fitness is so great is you. You said it's not a one size fits all. Like if you're not a runner, you could do biking. If you're not a biker, you can do swimming. You can do a whole bunch of other stuff. But then that one Instagram personality you follow, they're a runner, so you think all you have to do is run. That's the only thing you can do. And I think that's just yeah. not healthy for a lot of people yeah. who are trying to you know get healthy and fit these days and um i'm 100 with you there i totally agree but you know i think you know kind of like bringing it first full circle you know you know what are your next um plans now i know you've i know i know you since you started your account you have um you're working with a supplement company now right is that something that did you ever expect that when you first started or were 
that something that even crossed your mind? Oh my goodness, not at all. I I didn't even know. I just you know, okay, so I'm gonna I'm trying try to make a long story short. I have a hard time doing that sometimes, but so I had this fitness account for a while, mm-hmm. and one day I deleted it. I think I, I completely deleted the account because I was like, you know what, this is not this is not it. I'm not gonna do this. It's too much work. It's, it's too much time. And I had my main account already, so I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna leave it. And I was not at a point in my life where I was ready to commit to that. I was in high school, and I don't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. so I deleted it. One day, I go on Instagram and I sign into my account. And for some reason, it signed in to Frigo Fitness because that's the name that I had initially. Frigo mm-hmm. Fitness. My face, Kevin, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was so mind blown because I remember deleting that account specifically. So that was a sign. Okay, from the universe, whether you're spiritual or not, but it was a sign that I had to get back on that that page. So um, I, I got back on that page, and then I started to, you know, build it a little bit. And I had no expectations. I just wanted to build a community, whatever community that may be. And even the small community I have right now is awesome. It brought me to you. It brought me to this podcast right now, which is right. pretty awesome, right? So. Um, yeah. And then EHP labs reached out to me and said, you know, we really love your vibe and think that you'd be really suitable for this position. And I was jumping for joy because this is a supplement company that I was actually using and that I was very familiar with, um, from two, uh, two influencers that I follow Zach Perna. Do you know him? I do not. I'm not familiar with him. He's awesome. You have to follow. He's hilarious. He's so funny. Zag Perna, he's from Australia, and um, Katya Henry. So them two were affiliated with EHP Labs. So I was like, what? In my mind, I was like, I'm going to meet them. I'm going to meet them. It's going to happen. Maybe someday. But um, yeah, so that just just happened. And I was super ecstatic. And now um, I'm just going to continue doing what I love and sharing that with people, being myself, and seeing where that takes me. I would love to take on... Um, some clients, maybe do personal training. I want to do some group classes this summer. We have a park here in the fall, so I want to just bring people together and do some workouts together and just, you know, spread that health and fitness lifestyle. Well, I think you you would be an amazing group instructor. Like, I just already know, like, off the bat, um, being in, like, kind of some fitness instructing stuff myself, like, your personality and vibe, I like, 100%, I encourage you to do that because I feel like you would be an amazing uh, group instructor for sure so I'm glad to hear that that's really cool you. That's um, but you know yeah. so now that I feel like you have this like I feel like I can tell you're very passionate about teaching also like I tell I can tell you love to teach so like kind of you know do you want to kind of have teaching as your main thing and fitness on the side or do you want to kind of pursue more like fitness and teaching on the side like how because that's a pretty tough choice you know I feel like you're you kind of split there. So what's your plan? What's your goals with those? You know, it that's a really tough question, Kevin, because it's been a kind of a mental battle that I've been sort of going through lately um, because I know that my vocation is to teach. That's, that's what my vocation is, to teach. Now, I love teaching kids and I love the French language. Those are two things I'm really passionate about and something that I've been passionate about since I was 
you know, like in grade four. Um, But then there's also the other side of the coin where I love fitness and I love health. So I have the teaching and I have the fitness. So I can easily put that together. Um, But the thing is that those are two sort of different routes, right? Because if I were to go the health and fitness route, um, I think that I would have to, you know, publicize my account a little bit more. Right now it's on private. So I'd have to publicize my account and um, I would really, really commit to my page 100%, continue growing that community. But um, teaching is really mentally exhausting and and mentally taxing so it does require a lot of work um ideally i would love to do both and you know what i i will do both i will do both and if one of them you know i feel a little bit more passionately towards in the future then i'll go that route but i'm telling myself that i don't have to have it all figured out right now um i just have to take baby steps and that goes for anything right can't have everything figured out i'm only 24 going on 25 so i'm not yeah, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll figure it out for sure. Like I can tell, you know, you'll, you'll find a way to make it work, you know, like everything else. So I feel like you don't have to worry there, but that's just really cool. Cause you, you know, it's, it is, you're right. It is kind of meshed together, but not really, but there is a good median where you can teach passionately and incorporate health and fitness for sure. So, um, yeah, well, I mean, I think, you know, we can just start wrapping up. I know you're busy, so we can, um, you know, start wrapping it up. So, you know, where can people find you, you know, if it potentially if they want to just ask you some questions and they want to just get to know you better, where can they find you, engage with you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on my Instagram account, Fit with Frigo, they're not going to know how to spell that one. but <laughs> Well, I, today F-R-I. I just learned how to pronounce your name for the first time. Frigo. <laughs> I did not know it was Frigo at all. I've been it's saying your name wrong Google. in my head yeah. this whole time um it's okay it happens a lot no worries no worries okay. but yeah you can find me on fit with frigo and um I, I love questions when people ask me questions i'm like yes the best yeah <laughs> so um yeah find me there and yeah this is yes. awesome i agree like 100 percent. if you guys are listening you guys want just good positive vibes and good energy and lots of health and fitness content go follow Dahlia, for sure. Dahlia is going to be your go-to person for that. Um, great. Well, I mean, thank you for spending the time. I know, uh, you know, we were, had to fit it in. It took a little bit, but I uh, appreciate you taking the time out and coming on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, this is great. Honestly, I had so much fun. And, um, and yeah, and you're also awesome, too. And obviously, they <laughs> would be following you already, but... If they're not, then I don't know how they even got here. But either way, Kevin is awesome. And um, and yeah, I, I'm really happy that you called me here to join you. And uh, it was actually it was a nice little chat. So thanks for having me. No, no, thank you. Too kind. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So we'll catch you guys in the next episode. And peace out. Bye.